This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to episode number 100 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Woohoo! I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and uh, the very special guest today that has that 100 mark uh, is Denise Villar with Title Direct. Denise, thanks for joining us today. Good morning, Jeremy. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's our pleasure. And thanks always to our listeners for tuning in to learn more about our great community and the businesses that serve us. So Denise, I'm excited to get started. I had on the other day, we were just talking about this before we went on. I had on uh, Will Jones from Pest Scientist and I joked with him. I think he was the 94th or 95th episode. And I said, ah, oh, you missed the hundred mark. And he actually referred you and nominated to yeah. you to come interview on the show. And you got that lucky, honorable designation. So super excited to get started here today. Why don't you share with our listeners a little bit about your business, Denise? Sure. Uh, I will take the 100 mark. I definitely will take the 100 mark. Um, we are a full service real estate title and escrow company. Uh, we serve the entire state of Florida. And I've been in the industry for over 20 years. Um, I'm not going to show my age, so I won't tell you exactly how that is. But I started at the ripe age of 10. Uh, too much so so okay so title real estate title why don't you speak a little bit because i i I, from the the homeowner's perspective um Uh we're all familiar with hiring a realtor or a mortgage broker but the title part of that that typically kind of um comes into the equation seemingly naturally a lot of the in a lot of these instances are you typically uh, brought in by realtors, mortgage brokers? Are people out there finding you directly? How does that work? You know, it can happen either way. Uh, a lot of the consumers that are in on the, in the market, they're not familiar with title companies. But if they are and they have a title company, the buyer is the one who chooses the title company in Dade and Broward. Anywhere up Palm Beach, all the way north, the seller would choose the title company in that. In that really? Um, why? What, why is that? It's just the way that the state has it designated. And the contract dictates, you know, in Dade and Broward, which is most of our business that uh, the buyer chooses. Now, the seller can choose, but they would have to pay for that policy. So the contract is defaulted to the buyer to pay for it in Dade and Broward, in Miami Dade and Broward. Um, a lot of our realtors are the ones who are kind of giving us the lead for the buyer, right? Because again, the buyer doesn't know they're, they're going to take all of their lead from the, from the agents. So the agents are the one that, you know, we, we have preferred um, agents that we work with that they're the ones that kind of, you know, let us be involved in the transaction. If you're refinancing, you know, you also have to purchase a policy and that in that instance, you do have the opportunity to choose whoever you want, but the lenders also help in that situation where if the buyer doesn't have a title company, they don't know anything about the transaction, then the lender would also help us, you know, in the transaction. Very, very interesting. See, I, I would think that it would be consistent throughout the entire state of Florida. Maybe it would vary from state to state, but from county to county, that's 
that's interesting. Obviously, when you're doing a, a refinance, right, there's just one party you're responsible for. You, know, you have the option. But when there's two parties involved, I wonder what what the advantage would be uh, one way or the other, because the title policy protects the interest of both parties. Right. So I'm wondering why they would, why it wouldn't be consistent. It's just it's, it's interesting. I just think that Miami-Dade and Broward do things very differently. You know, we're such a massive um you know, we have some so much of a population that I just think we do things differently. Uh, you know, what the what, how that was chosen, I don't know, but it does protect the buyer, you know, to purchase that policy. In other counties, like I mentioned, the seller picks the title company and they pay because they're insuring or they're almost granting that the title is clear. So they're giving you, they're purchasing a policy for you that's free and clear. Or that you know they're saying that there's nothing against the, the the actual property. Interesting. So, take me through this. I, I know I know you started this when you were ten years old, but prior to that, well, what what did you do? Tell us about your journey uh, leading up to this world that you're in today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I started very young. Um, I was in college, and I was looking for part time work, and a real estate firm was hiring a receptionist. So I went in you know, early 2000s. Uh, and I started working as a receptionist. The attorneys took a liking to the way that I worked. And they asked me if I wanted to be if I wanted to learn real estate. And I said, sure, why not? And I started to learn real estate. And I took a liking to it. And from that point on, it was just I became a real estate agent. I mean, I'm sorry, a title agent. And I've been doing it since 2001. Okay. So I, I know that there's a lot of uh, title agencies out there that are also, also attorneys. You don't, you, it's a separate designation entirely, right? It just yeah. so happens that a lot of law offices also do title work, I guess, like real estate yes. attorneys. Yeah. So you, in the state of Florida, you do not have to have, you don't have to be an attorney to become a title agent. So I have the designation to be a title agent because I took the courses, I'm licensed, and I had the prior skill to become an agent. Uh, but yes, we do have attorneys on staff if needed, but you have real estate-owned title companies and you have agency-owned title companies, which would be me. Okay, but is it safe to say that at all these agencies, there are attorneys on staff? Um, not some, not of always. Do, some of them oh, don't. Got it. Yeah, okay, it just, just depends. depends on... Okay. Got it. And um, maybe you could share with us a little bit, and, and I think we probably touched on some earlier about, um, you know, who's responsible for um, paying for ordering the title policy. What are some other common misconceptions that people have or misunderstandings that people have surrounding the uh, title insurance industry? One of the biggest misconceptions is that you don't need it, mm. right? Um, it's, People think it's a money grab or that insurance is one of those things that you don't need it. But what I've seen in my years of being in the industry is when you don't need, when you don't have it is when you actually need it. Right. It's like, yep. you know, you, when you don't have health insurance, you break a leg or anything like that. Uh, title insurance protects you. If someone comes and sues you, later down the line and says that they have a claim against your property, right? Before you purchase that property, that's what it protects against. You know, we also live in a state that's unfortunately we have a lot of fraud 
right? Uh, a lot of fraudulent things happen. And when I tell you that the biggest misconception is that you don't need it, you do need it. And it's with you when you purchase that policy, it's with you until the day you sell that property. So it's not like something that you have to renew like homeowner's insurance or any other type of insurance that you have to renew constantly. That policy is with you to the day you sell that property. All right. That makes sense. So, and I'm, I'm assuming that when there's a lender involved, that's a bank or whatever the case may be, that's when the title insurance would be an absolute requirement. But if you were purchasing, you know, cash deal uh, through your own financing or whatever, then you could opt to get title insurance or not get title insurance. Is that accurate? Correct. When you're purchasing in cash, it is an optional yeah. um, insurance. Again, I never, ever, I always, you know, I'm, I'm very clear with my consumers that, you know, I, I would, I would always say you need to have it. Uh, but if you are financing, it is, you know, you know, when you, when you're obtaining a mortgage, you're actually purchasing two policies. You're purchasing one for yourself and one for the lender. The lender okay. doesn't want to have any liability as well. So. Yeah. And, and obviously if you're purchasing a property, uh, especially as a cash buyer and you're making that huge investment, uh, goodness gracious. So definitely a, 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 a reason to want to protect that investment for sure. So yeah, you don't have any other closing costs, you know, lenders fees. It's just something that, you know, it, it's an extra level of protection that you need. Can you share any horror stories that you've encountered in your 20 years where people may have elected to decline the title charts and, and had a huge issue? I'm sure there's been been quite a few throughout your journey that you can yeah, share with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. We had one gentleman, which was an auditor, odd enough. He was an auditor and he didn't want the insurance. He thought it was, you know, a money grab and he didn't get the policy. And a couple years later, I think he was sued by a private mortgage company. Mm. So when he purchased, the seller did not, was not you know, honest, when you have a private loan, you know, not necessarily is it, is it registered with this, with the County? We can't always find those. And in this instance, it wasn't registered. They made a mistake and they, they sued him. So, you know, the insurance would have covered him in that situation. Yeah. So you have to have it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds, sounds like a, a lot of fun. <laughs> But um, yeah, let's let's shift for a moment. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe a little about your family, what you like to do for fun when you're not working? Sure. Uh, I am a mother of a 21-year-old boy or, or man at this point. I am a Florida native, born and raised in Miami. And uh, my husband and I truly enjoy, of course, spending time with your family, right? That's always... A, a, a given, but we enjoy the beach, right? If we are beach lovers, we'll go a couple times a week, you know, we'll, we'll take a walk on the beach. It's something that brings me tranquility and clears my mind because the title and insurance industry can be very stressful and it, you know, we're always under the gun uh, for timing and, you know, we always have contract dates that we have to meet. So it can be a little stressful, the beach is our place. We are always on the beach. 
we take walks on the beach. We, we have dinner there. It's just something that we absolutely love. That's really what we do for fun. Is there a particular beach that you frequent? Where Fort Lots Lauderdale or Lauderdale by the sea? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's my, it's a lot that's more tranquil up there than going down to Fort Lauderdale, the tourist area. Lauderdale by the sea is nice. Yeah, it's nice and quiet, and you know we kind of know everyone down there, so we enjoy it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get to the beach as much as I should. Although my my nine year old, he he loves going there. So you just reminded me. Uh, I have my niece coming in town next week to spend some time with the kids. We are definitely, definitely going to go check out the beach for sure. Yeah, I think it's something that Floridians were so busy working, and we we live in paradise, and we just don't take advantage of it. No, we really don't take advantage of it. So. Uh, you think it's paradise? Like 105 degrees? That's paradise. It is. <laughs> but have you been to other states? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I a mean, golfer, so I could play year round, and that's a that's certainly a plus here in paradise. And it's, it's funny. I, I, I joke about the heat, but I've been actually running at the at the high, uh, the height of the day lately. I've been going out. Just I figure if I'm going to do it, I might as well sweat everything out. So I'll go out at like high noon and run a mile, mile and a half, and it's it's brutal, Ooh. but it's rewarding. Extra rewarding. <laughs> yeah, I actually do. I'm I'm a walker, so I'll do it early a.m. or probably you know seven, where it's still hot and humid, but it's not as bad. Uh, no, I do I do the early morning walk with the doggy, but uh, I gotta get gotta get my run in, and pretty soon I'll be out there, uh, one of those people covered in sweats from sweatpants from head to toe, just uh, going crazy. Just get like, it all uh, out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh goodness. Sitting here today, Denise, on a, on a more serious note, looking back through your journey, is there something that comes to mind, something that you struggled with throughout your journey, some life hardship or challenge that looking back at it, you could say that either you're better off for having gone through that experience or, or just grateful for having experienced that? That's a good question. Um, I would say becoming a single mother. I was in college when I started in the real estate industry and um, I had to leave school because I was married and, and, you know, I was about to have a baby. And after I had the baby, I got divorced and became a single mother. And really this title industry pretty much saved me from all of the hardships that I could have foreseen. Um, it taught me that you could do anything you ever wanted, right? It's a lucrative business and it's a stressful business, but title insurance is really what helped me provide for my family and become a better mother. It, it definitely, it definitely helped me, um, with that hardship. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that before we close up here. I'm going to give you an opportunity to share with the listeners what one thing that you'd like for them to know about your business. About our particular business is that we're always going to choose quality over quantity. You know, I think that transactional business can get lost, right? And we want everyone to feel as a client and not just a file or not just a number. We truly go above and beyond to make sure that the consumer knows what's going on in the transaction and what they're actually purchasing, right? What is title insurance? That's a question I get all the time. 
So I like to educate the consumer, which is the actual person purchasing this policy, right? They're the ones making the biggest investment of one of the biggest investments of their lives, right? Is property. And I think that taking the time to actually speak to them and not making them feel like just another number or another client is something that we definitely flourish in. Yeah, 100%. And that's one of the reasons why we do this show and why we advocate for folks to do business with other people that are in the community. It's not to say that you can't do business this all the time, not to say that you can't do business with somebody on the other side of the country and, and have a great relationship with them. But it's so much easier when you guys share something in common, when you're in the same community, you have the same society or not society, but the same, yeah, same bonds that tie yeah, everybody together. Yeah. Experiences. And you know, it's all about building relationships and Absolutely. doing business with people that you know, like, and trust. And it's great to have this platform to uh, for businesses to get their their message out to the community. So with that said, Denise, why don't you share with our listeners, anybody out there that wants to learn more, maybe they'd like to speak to you, pick your brain about title insurance, uh, maybe share your website, your contact information, your address. How can we find you? Sure. We are in the Cooper City Square Plaza. It's right across the street from uh, Cooper City High School. We are in Unit 108, and our phone number is 954-903-0093. And our website is www.titledirectfl.com. You can also see us on Instagram and Facebook at as well, Title Direct FL. Perfect. And as always, we'll link in the description below to all of your contact information. Thank you. Denise, lucky number 100. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you on, learning more about you know, yourself and your business and what you do for our community. So again, truly a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. It was a pleasure. And thank you for that 100 mark. Of course, of course. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode of The Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to The Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to gnpcoopercity.com. That's gnpcoopercity.com. Or call 954 Two three one three one seven zero.